1: This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys, and Dirty Tips to Work Less and Do More. I'm here today with Jim Carroll, author of Ultimate Memory Magic, for a wonderful interview on how we can remember anything. I'm here with Jim Carroll, author of the book, Ultimate Memory Magic. And Jim's a pretty amazing and impressive guy. We've been chatting before this interview. He's done a gazillion things. He's sort of unbelievable when it comes to the mental powers kind of thing, both real and imaginary, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Welcome, Jim.
2: Hey, Stever, how are you? Pleasure to be here with you.
1: I am excellent, and I'm all the more excellent because you're here. Now, I was (laughs) looking through your website, and we were talking a little bit, and one of the things your website says is that you're a mentalist. And for people who don't know what mentalism is, it is people who do acts in which they appear to do amazing feats of mental achievement. They may or may not actually be doing those amazing feats. And you've done things like predicting lottery numbers. You do amazing memory things. For you, where is the line between that? Because it sounds like not only do you do mentalism in the illusionist sense, but you also have some genuine, kind of unbelievable mental disciplines that you've trained yourself to or that have naturally developed. For you, where is that dividing line? Which things can you do for real and which things
2: are an act and are showmanship for you? That, that's that's a, an excellent question. And to me, all, all magicians that venture into the world of mentalism, as you said, it's, uh, you're performing feats, extraordinary feats of the mind. And to me, what mentalism really truly means to me now is the exploration of the human mind and its infinite capabilities. That to me is real mentalism. And that's what I'm pursuing right now. And I even actually termed it my own words, Steve, I call it cogmental intelligence because mentalism combined with the cognitive fitness that I've done on my exercise bike, which we'll get into later, and I call it cogmental intelligence. And that's what I'm doing now. And And the real mentalism that I do ventures into the human mind, the memory and memorizing tens of thousands of bits of information to exercise my brain. And that's what mentalism means to me. Excellent. So first of all,
1: in terms of just, again, the mystery and the magic, what is the most impressive thing you could do if you were going to walk into a room of a thousand people and go up on stage? Like what's your favorite demonstration of mentalism, whether it's Tr- a trick or whether it's your actual performance of your genuine mental disciplines or what, like what? Like, what's the thing that you just think is the absolute showstopper that all of us want to hire you to come and do for our gigantic conferences? Well,
2: I'll, t- I- I'll tell you what I just invented, uh, created an idea and I performed it at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. I won't mention the clientele, but there were 1600 people there. I had the president of the company come on stage, take out her cell phone, and I had everyone in the audience take out their cell phones, and probably a good portion, probably 95% of the people had phones and they held them in the air. And I asked the young lady to pick a card, she picked a card, put it in her pocket, did not look at it, and I told her to take her phone and point it at the people and just say, Shazam. This is so cool. I mean, when you see it in person, it's really cool. And she goes, Shazam! And all of a sudden, everybody's phone in the audience starts beeping and buzzing and everything, and they all got a text. And the the text said, the card in Tracy's pocket is the queen of hearts on all 1600 phones. It was just bizarre. I mean, it's just the, these are the kind of things that I like to venture into. The, The unique, the stuff that no one else is doing. See, I always took a lot of pride in mentalism, to do things that no one else can duplicate. and Because in the world of magic, as you know, a lot of people copy each other's things, and it becomes redundant. So I, I came up with this idea. I came up with an idea of sticking my hand in a bear trap. I bent 60-penny nails with my hands. So I try to do things no one else does. And that's probably the most unique thing I did with, was the phone effect with the 1,600 people.
1: Now, that's really cool. I'm assuming that that wasn't just done purely through through mental effort, but there were there had to have been some infrastructure there, if only to send out text messages.
2: Well, it, it had to do with a couple friends of mine from MIT that taught me how to do something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. So now,
1: yeah. the people who are listening to the podcast don't necessarily have that degree of technical infrastructure behind them. So, I'd like to hear a little bit about what have you done with just your brain that we can learn to do, because you told me a pretty amazing story. About a medical condition you had, which led to a truly astonishing capability you developed, which has then become, in some ways, the basis for a lot of your life. Can you tell us that story and what happened and what you did, and then we'll get into
2: some of the how-to? All right, I I I, I had a I was traveling around the country doing a lot of college performing at a lot of colleges, and life was really good. And all of a sudden, I developed these chest pains. I went to the doctor and they sent me to a cardiologist and they they told me that I had cardiomyopathy which is and and they said that I had the heartbeat of like a 93 year old man and then and I said well any other good news he goes yeah you have a, a super enlarged heart not just an enlarged heart a super enlarged heart right so I go home and I changed my diet completely I was worried I really was but I didn't go back to the cardiologist I I just didn't I couldn't accept this and I went home and I didn't know what to do. So I started exercising on a bike. And the bike was so boring that it's a recumbent bike. And so I took out a deck of cards, which I'm very familiar with all my life. And I started trying to memorize patterns of the cards. And then I thought, well, I'm not going to get off this bike until I can memorize the whole deck. Two and a half hours later, I went through the deck. Now I didn't remember all of them, but just about all of them. And that was the thing that I started doing every day on the bike. I kept challenging myself and and disciplining myself. I can't get off that bike till I have all the cards memorized. Gradually, Stever, believe it or not, I got it down to a minute where I could shuffle the cards up, look through them, and with all the systems I created, memorize the complete deck in one minute. Then I started memorizing digits of pi. I was nailing down 100 digits of pi every day. And once again, I disciplined myself, I'm not going to get off this bike till I memorize 100 digits of pi, and after getting up to thousands and thousands of digits, that became boring. So I started memorizing zip codes and then countries and then capitals, et cetera, et cetera. It's it's amazing what your brain is capable of. I never knew you can do this. Now, question: Do you use the same system for all of those, or those different systems? Different systems I've created, and uh, my my favorite my favorite system of all was Well, like the basic memory system, they have this uh, anchor system where one is a sun, two is a shoe, three is a tree, four, where you rhyme, you rhyme the word, you remember these rhyming words to the numbers. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool, but I want to come up with something more extravagant because I want to remember a hundred bits of of information and maybe more. So I, I took out People Magazine one day while riding on the bike, and I looked at all the top celebrities, and I wrote their names down and I I assigned each celebrity a specific number from one to 100. Like for example, Michael Jordan wears number 23, so I put Michael Jordan at 23. I put Denzel Washington at number one, Washington being the first president, et cetera, et cetera. And I put, after assigning all these celebrities, I then memorized each celebrity to the corresponding number and once I had that, that became my base anchor system. And it's so much easier to put information to a celebrity than an, like you visualize a celebrity doing these things that you have to memorize or whatever. And 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 the more funny and outrageous the visual picture in your mind, the easier it is to remember. And that's when I stumbled upon the fact about how all your senses can be used. You know, you, you could use all five senses in, in remembering these things and it makes it three times more powerful that you won't forget it. Okay, let's.
1: Up. You know, can we can we jump into jump into this for a minute, and, and I want to try to make it linear for people who are listening who don't know what an anchor system is. So, the purpose of it is to memorize a particular
2: set of things in a particular order, correct? Correct. Like, like for example, number one, I will just give you a couple. We, we obviously we don't have time to do hundred. So, say Denzel Washington was number one, and you can remember that because Washington was the first president, therefore Washington fits number one. Number two on my list was Brad Pitt. B for Brad, second letter of the alphabet, two T's in Pitt, two syllables, Brad Pitt. So it's a perfect fit. Three, Tom Cruise. Tom, three letters in Tom. Cruise began with a C, so therefore it was easy to remember Tom Cruise for three. Four, I put George Foreman. George Foreman four, easy to remember. And then five, Michael J. Fox. My television station at home here is Fox Five, so that was easy, an easy fit for me. And then the last one we use is Chris Rock. Chris Rock, I put at six. Once again, it fit for me. It may not fit for you or or, or your listeners, but they could assign anything they want. They could assign insects. It could be celebrities. It could be movies. Mine was Chris Rock because I got hit in the head with a rock when I was six years old, and I'll never forget that. And uh, so knowing these celebrities. Now, say, for example, you want to learn the first six states of the Union. Well, the first state of the Union is Delaware. Just visualize Washington crossing the Delaware, but not George Washington, Denzel Washington. So therefore, you have a funny picture, all right? The second state of the Union is Pennsylvania. If you remember, Brad Pitt was two, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Three was Tom Cruise. Visualize Tom Cruise cruising the Jersey shoreline, Wildwood, Cape May, Atlantic City, four george foreman george georgia georgia was the fourth state fifth michael j fox if you if you live in new New england foxwoods casino happens to be in connecticut connecticut happens to be the fifth state and the last one chris rock plymouth rock mass mass is the sixth state and i just went on and on and on and developed these things and it was so clever so cool easy to remember and in fact it's so easy that i took a wounded warrior down at uh, Walter Reed and who, who the doctor said there was no hope for his memory. He memorized the first 13 states of the union in, in one 40 minute class. So I know this works and it's all in that book, ultimate memory magic, the whole thing. It's, and that's why I wrote the book. Excellent. Okay. So, so that's a way, if we need to remember
1: a list of things is, is, so yes. it sounds like first we first, we need to put together our basic uh, and you call it an anchor system. So first we need that anchor. list of celebrities that we always have in the same order and we always know what they are. And then we attach other things to those. So if number one is George Washington and we want to remember a new list of things, let's say we want to remember a list of books. Um, and one of the books is Harry Potter. We might make a mental image of George Washington reading Harry Potter. Yeah, and so yeah, then when I we think, think about, about George Washington, yeah. up comes Harry yeah. Potter. And we're like, okay, that's the first book. Yeah. And then if Brad Pitt is number two, and maybe the next book that we want to remember is Ultimate Memory Magic, we have a picture of of Brad Pitt holding up the book and like scrunching his face up and like with a, a, a memory bubble coming out of his head. And
2: yeah, that and wearing a magic two. hat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's so clever, isn't it? And here's the cool thing. Say you want to memorize countries. Like it's it's almost automatic. Like Say Costa Rica, you put at number six. Why? Because Chris Rock. Chris Rock, Costa Rica. It almost sounds like Chris Rock in Spanish. I mean, it is so clever. This system is so clever. And I, I just love it. And it has nothing to do with, like, if you say you want to remember names, uh, because that's the most embarrassing thing. You walk up to somebody, Jim, how you doing? they go, hey. And I'm like, what's his name? And you feel so bad when you don't remember the person's name. So I came up with ideas of how to remember names. I have a bunch of them in the book, all right? But here's a, here's a clever way to do it. Like, say I'm meeting you for the first time, all right? So, I hey, what's your name? My name's Steve Robbins, right? Now, the first thing I do is I'll go, ladies, I'll, I'll focus Steve Robbins. i go, uh, I'll, I'll repeat it. Steve Robbins, and now, is that is that like Steve, is that like S-T-E-V-E-R, Steve? And you'll say, yeah, and Robbins, R-O-B-B-I-N-S? You'll go, yeah. And now I just reinforced it three times in my head, giving it multiple imprints, and it will triple the chance of me not forgetting your name. And then when you tell me you're the get it done guy, I connect it with that. Now if I'm meeting you in person, then I connect it with your features of your face. It is so easy to do this. It's just all focus, Stever. You have to focus at the time when you meet that person. If you're focused and you do that and repeat their name and possibly even spell it out, you I guarantee you won't forget the name. Okay. It's really clever. How do you, so when you say focus,
1: like what exactly do you focus on? Because I, I I, I used to uh, also do a lot of public speaking. And one of the things that, I quickly just abandon any pretense of being able to remember anyone's name because if a hundred people come up and talk to you, or well, sorry for me. Um, and, and so what happens is I will have people come up to me on the street and say, Hey, Steve, I saw that talk you gave. I'm like, you did? They're like, yeah, it was 2006. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm really sorry. I don't remember your name, but you know, you only had to memorize yeah, yeah. one of me. How do you like, like if you're in a busy crowded environment where you're being introduced to a lot of people sequentially, how do you do that fast enough? Like, do you actually have to stop and like with each one look and choose some distinguishing feature about them? Like, how do you figure out well, what there, to focus on? Okay,
2: that's a good question too, Steve. Now what I do, okay, that's a totally different method. So what I would do is I would go back to my anchor system and that I already have names in place. So I automatically, when I meet you, like if I would meet you and I don't have time because you're with a group of other people and I don't really get a chance to do everything. Steve, how you doing, Steve? I would put you, and I have to remember your name, I'll put you at number 26. I'd say number 26, you're number 26 to me. Okay, so when I go back to number 26 on my list, number 26 on my list is Steven Tyler. I would put you with Steven Tyler. It's just bizarre. I mean, I, like, like I did this with a bunch of doctors down in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and a guy's name was Dr. Schwartz. I like, go, how you doing, sir? What's your name? Dr. Schwartz. Boom, 17 came to my mind. So now he's number 17 to me. So now if I have to remember his name, 17th on my list is Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then, bing, Dr. Schwartz will come into my head. It just works. It really does. It is very clever. It works. So it sounds and, uh, like what you're doing is your, No one can remember. Go ahead. Y- I'm sorry. Yeah, you're using
1: a combination of things that sound alike and the anchor system and the visuals. And you're kind of, you're not necessarily always saying, Oh, this is the next person in line. So they get the next number. You might say, This is the next person in line. This is their name. It's similar to this other name that's already on my list. So instead of necessarily going sequentially, you put them in whatever peg is going to be easiest to remember for that person. Is that, is, am I correct?
2: Exactly. Yes, you're exactly right. And, and then I'll do the opposite. Like, like I said, what I did, what I do now is I made, instead of using celebrities, I use movies because I found movies could be much, much more emotional and you could put more information into a movie. Like like your name, Steven Robbins, to me that's ch- the chocolate, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Don't ask me why, but that's where I would put you and say I meet you a year a year from now, Steven. A year from now, you, you we bump into each other in Boston. Jim, what was that movie you gave me on my podcast? I'll remember Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Don't ask yeah. me how I do it, it's just automatic. And that's what happens. In order to get to this level, you have to start somewhere. Get this mental matrix, which I like to call it. And once that forms, things just stick. The more you have to stick things to, the easier it is. So, dude, and that's kind of what I'm doing. You're, you're.
1: This is where that real mentalism stuff comes in, because Charlie and the Chocolate Factory happens to have been one of my favorite all-time movies. And I did not, <laughs> I did not tell you that before this.
2: No, you, conversation. Didn't, no, you did not. Oh, yes. I I can sing the Umba Loomba song with the
1: best of them. Um, (laughs) So, you know, another thing that, that in the modern day, it occurred to me when the hurricane hit Puerto Rico a couple years ago and wiped out their power grid for the most part, I realized I no longer remember phone numbers because I trust my phone to remember phone numbers. And if there were any sort of natural disaster, I would be in real trouble because I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I literally I know like two phone numbers and that's it. And I've decided I want to start remembering phone numbers again. But, of course, I, I kind of have to relearn how to do that, especially because, you know, like, like my, my phone does the phone numbers for me. So my brain almost doesn't exactly. even want to learn it. How do yeah. I remember phone numbers? Tell me, please. That's,
2: that's, I'll tell you, because like, like exactly the, the smartphones, in some ways they make us smarter, but in some ways they make us dumber. I mean, I don't know my best friend's phone numbers or my you what, know, you know, because I just plug it in and punch it in on my phone. So what I do to remember numbers, I, I'll go back to remembering the pi, all right? Like when I had to uh, memorize pi, 100 digits of pie every day. So what I would do is I, I would chunk it. But what I call it is super chunking. It's like, believe it or not, well like for example, pi. When you when you do pi, three one four 1, five, so two six five two five 8, nine seven nine two three eight four six two six four two eight three. There, so many things appear in pi that are familiar to you in your life and it makes it much e- easier to remember. Like in Pi, what just the numbers I just said, through and find it, two, six, five, two, five, eight. Like five, three, five, eight. Five three is when I was born. Five eight is when my wife was born. I mean, you just gotta chunk things together. And it's almost like a rhythm, a song forms in your head, like three one four and five, five, three, three, Notice I go two three. I even what it's almost like Mandarin. You it's in tones and everything else. It's so exciting to learn. It really is de- de- developing these systems and these numbers. It's just, and you have to have so you have now, to be focused. Obviously, with the numbers, you have to focus. You have to pay attention to the focus. Now and, that and that's talking, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's interesting because when you're describing when you're describing memorizing the numbers you're describing that entirely in auditory terms. You're saying you have a tempo, you're you're using tone to do it. Is there a visual component to or do you just do it as almost a song?
0: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.
2: It's, 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 really amazing because I, well, I just spoke at MIT on, on this uh, about three weeks ago. I was in M- and I talked about synesthesia and I talked about how I believe, I truly believe that you can develop synesthesia. You're not just born with it because right now when I was just doing three, one, four and five, as I'm doing the numbers, I am now forcing myself to remember the numbers with colors. It's like bizarre, what, but you got to start somewhere. That's the key, Stephen. You have to start because, because the, the more we get into this and the more we get into the advanced stuff, it's like, it's like you trying to explain physics to someone that never had Algebra or, or calculus in in school. I mean, it's almost impossible That's why you have to start somewhere in the beginning and it, it's just so joyful How everything just falls in place and you're talking to a guy that worked in a steel mill I have no formal education. I mean so anyone can do this anyone can do this, but it takes passion You have to really want to do it and you can do this so you were just mentioning like synesthesia uh,
1: and 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 also the need to start somewhere if I want to learn to memorize pi to a thousand digits,
2: what do I train myself in first? And then how do I do that? Okay. The best way of that, that would take me about 25 minutes to explain this. That, oh. that best thing that goes in the book, <laughs> ultimate <laughs> memory magic. I talk about this. That's that. This is the first thing I talk about. And so, so like when I did the bike, okay, when I, when I recited the pi three, one, four, it's totally a totally different effect from the anchor system. because. It's hard to put the numbers to the to the words with that. So now, what I'm trying to do now is, I did it by by combining playing cards. See, and and now when I look at things, I, I use the playing. It's hard to see right now. I'm going to start talking, and people aren't going to understand. I mean, it's getting well, so out then, there. so how yeah. would
1: you how would you teach me to do it? Like you know, and let's just go back to phone numbers because I don't need to memorize pi to a thousand. If if a friend of mine comes yeah. up and I say what's your number, and they say it's you know six one seven five 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 one two one two.
2: How do I remember that? Six one seven, five five five, one two, one two. I would would just see to me it's natural now, so it's really hard to but what I would do is I, I would chunk it. Six one seven, bingo. That now instantly I know this Massachusetts. All right. And then you said five five five, that would be easy. That's another chunk. And then one, two, one, two. So it's like it's just chunking. I chunk it. And uh and 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 the more you develop an anchor system is what I'm saying, Steve. The more the more powerful your anchor system becomes the more powerful your chunking comes. It's really bizarre. Like if I, if I would teach somebody how to chunk, but and, and, I, and I, I show someone else my anchor system and teach them that, and then teach them how to chunk, the person that has the anchor system now will chunk and remember it a lot easier than the person that doesn't. So the anchor system is the key. You know what I mean? It's so like once, the, once you establish
1: yeah. the anchor system, your brain will start to use that to be able to organize it everything. Grows. So you'll naturally yes. begin doing this better. Or just across yes. the
2: board. It stimulate yeah, it stimulates neuroplasticity, new connections in your brain. Everything just starts working better. Like it just and and now I'm developing systems, but everything is based on you have to start. You have to walk before you can run. Everything begins with that anchor system, no matter what it is. It doesn't have to be movies, it doesn't have to be celebrities, or it definitely doesn't have to be my celebrities or my movies. It could be your own personal favorites. And it doesn't even have to be that. Like I said, if you're if you if you want to use insects or flowers or birds as your anchor system, I used movies because I wanted to remember massive amounts of information while I was on this bike. And once I once I began, Stever, there was nothing stopping me. Like if you see what I'm doing now, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, now it's up for one to ten thousand movies memorized each. Each number and each movie represents a minimum of 272 different things. That's my matrix that I formed in 14 years doing this exercise. How? how? (laughs) It's crazy, buddy. But I'll tell you what, if if, if, if people would know this before they go to school and everything else, like these med students and these nursing students. Like I talked to a bunch of students from Seton Hall, nursing students. I taught them the skeletal system in one day. It takes a semester to learn that. I mean, and, and it's just amazing what your brain is capable of. And I did not know this until 50 years old. So Think you can start that. this
1: at any age, it sounds like, because yes. I mean, 50 I is usually fear. when people are starting to starting oh, to wait to die. I mean.
2: <laughs> no, my God. You, life don't begin till 60. Trust me when I tell you that. I mean, I'm 66 right now, and I I got the brain age of a 39-year-old guy, they tell me from the studies, but I don't even care about that it's it's the the energy that i have and every see see with this newfound brain comes energy and everything else and it's you you have the ability to heal yourself you have the it's it's amazing what you develop i mean this is like i can't even explain it in words what's happening right now and and you you almost could manifest anything you want it's, it's, it's bizarre what your brain is capable of, but people don't know this because, like you said, they hit fifty-five, they like, oh man, they they think they're going downhill, and I, no, you're not. I think your brain is more powerful with age. The older you get, I think the more powerful, but you have to use it or you'll lose it. <laughs> oh. Whoever came up with that, use it or lose it, they are <laughs> right on. It's, uh, so,
1: okay, so then we then we have to all get get to using it or, or losing it. It sounds like it sounds like the first thing we have to do is create a peg system. And we can yes. use the PEG system to memorize lists of stuff. We can then use all the different sensory systems. Sometimes it's a sound alike. Sometimes it's a visual to be able to begin to associate things. So if we want to remember names, say, maybe we remember them in sequential order, but maybe we also remember them using the sound alike. Because once, once you have Chris Rock, that's similar enough to Costa Rica that that yes. you can match the two. Um, choosing peg, or choosing uh, uh, anchors that are something you're emotionally attached to because here we were talking about celebrities but i could imagine someone who's a foodie attaching it to food ingredients or exactly you know or favorite dishes or recipes or something um and then for memorizing phone numbers a lot of that is chunking giving it a rhythm giving it a tempo and then and the and these are all related because as you get good at some of them the others will start to get good too just because your brain exactly. is going to be exercising that whole you call it a matrix and you then say there's 600 dimensions and my brain explodes so <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah and and you know and, and and like i said the stronger that ma- mental matrix is that anchor system the stronger everything else becomes around it and you now and i can read books and i'll remember things easier and now and now i have but it's it's, it's actually developing like a sixth sense like my my art of deception detection and observational skills they're they're getting so powerful that's why i came up with the word cognitive intelligence that's where i teach the deception detection and all those others it's amazing what your brain is capable of i can't and it all starts with ultimate memory magic is a good start they could even get a copy of the audiobook, wherever audio books are sold you know it's this is a place to start and I I don't and, know where it's going from here, but the next book is going to be ten times even better. Even it's just it's Bizarre what I have in my head. So, so where
1: where do where do people find you to to hire you or ask you questions or do do Jim, whatever it is they want to do? <laughs>
2: yeah, just my name, Jim Carroll, K A R O L, jimcarroll.com. Simple website, jimcarroll.com. And we can and get Ultimate can memory there. management anywhere or elderly memory magic get all, all anywhere. T- yeah, you could get Ultimate Memory Magic at Barnes and Noble. Sell so bookstores all around. They they all sell it, and and plus you could get it on Amazon.com. It's anywhere, and and the thing is, I'm just starting, Stever. This website that I have, JimCarroll.com, is going to become so interactive with people. It's going to grow and grow and grow because I just want to help everybody. Like right now, I help move the warriors with PTSD. I help. I help I help people with traumatic brain injury. I'm helping athletes suffering from chronic traumatic encephalopathy and Alzheimer's and dementia. Well, that's running rapid right now. Anybody where their brain is deteriorating, I can help with this memory. I, I think it's all about ESPN, exercise, your body and your brain, most importantly, as for proper sleep. Sleep is so important, I can't emphasize. I know a lot of people go around, eh, I, could get, I could go with two hours of sleep. Oh, yeah, well, you got this thing called your lymphatic system that cleans out your brain, cleans all that garbage out of your brain when, you're, when you are go into a deep sleep. It's so important to get sleep. And then ESP, the P is very, very important. That's pop, the power of positive thinking, positive thought, positive memories. I can't emphasize how important that is. And then obviously the N for nutrition. And this is that—that's how you just stumble upon the fountain of mental youth. ESPN. I'm serious. This really works.
1: Excellent. Well, you know what? We will have to do that in a future episode or a future interview. Thank you so much for joining us uh, once again, everyone. You can find Jim Carroll at jimcarroll K A R O L dot com. And thank you for joining us. We're going to go off and we're going to work less and do more and have a great life.
2: <laughs> thank you, Stever, for having me. And I look forward to meeting you down the road. My pleasure.
1: If you'd like to check out Jim's book, go to com forward slash memory, and it will take you right to the audiobook. That's com slash memory. I'm Steve Robbins. Follow Get It Done Guy on Twitter and Facebook. And if you want to get things done like a pro, check out Get It Done Groups, and they'll give you accountability, do-it dates, productivity tools, and community support. You can learn more at com.
0: Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food service. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.